Hey y'all, it's me, Ed, car favorite ball bag, mixed martial arts analyst for frontproofmedia.com. Follow me on Twitter at carbasil and at the blogboardjungle.com. Uh, coming at you, it is Tuesday night actually, um, a little bit early this week, um, only because I, I'm early for Ultimate Fighter Wednesday, but I'm late for UFC Japan, and that was on Friday, and uh, Bellator 183, that was Saturday. Um, reason being, I was working actually a non-MMA related event over here in New Jersey, the uh, New Jersey Harkon Film Festival. Um, go over to blogboardjungle.com, you can see I got some good stuff up there for some good books coming out. Uh, there's a guy trying to make a sequel to uh, Salem's Lot or a company rather, um, so from Stephen King, Salem's Life, you remember that, um, so go check that stuff out over at theblogboardjungle.com, however, full results for both UFC Japan and Bellator 183 are up on frontproofmedia.com, and uh, don't be fooled if you thought that I was pulled away completely from combat sports, um, I caught both events, I didn't have to be at the convention the whole time, so... I did manage to step away, um, flip-flop this weekend, usually we get Bellator on a Friday and UFC on a Saturday, but it was vice versa, so without further ado, let's look at UFC Japan. Alright, so yet another under-promoted event uh, with UFC Japan that we had on Friday. Um, this was like more for the hardcore cats, just because they, they pulled out some Japanese fighters like Takanori Gomi was on there. It was supposed to be Ovin St. Pru versus uh, Shogun Rua, but um, if you guys listened in last week, you know uh, Shogun got injured and Yushin Okami stepped in late notice. Um, my bad on that. I thought Okami would have been better prepared because he's never really unprepared or out of shape. He actually looked like he was in good shape. But as far as preparedness with his training and stuff, if you saw that fight, uh, obviously in the main event, Okami uh, <clears throat> got choked out with uh, what everybody calls a Von Flu choke. Uh, people were talking about calling it the OSP choke because that's like his like eighth guy or something like that. That he's finished people with that. I, mean, I might be exaggerating the number, but um, if you missed UFC Japan, it was really good. They were in the Saitama Super Arena, and if you think about all the legendary battles that have happened there with pride and everything um this event was definitely not like left out of that category obviously you had to have seen photos and stuff by now of jessica andrade versus claudia gadella um that was a straight up war i don't know what happened uh i actually had gadella pick to win another another one of my bad picks i had gadella pick to win she actually was winning the first round and uh she cut uh Andrade above her eye on the back of her forehead like right around the hairline and uh, like woke her up turned something on in her and then the following two rounds towards the end of the first round and the following the very end of the first round the following two rounds she uh, she uh, she completely dominated the fight was able to pull out a de decision um, I did mention Gomi I know he was on there but man it sucks when you see uh, fighters that were like somebody really popular back in the day when you were when you were younger and they were younger sucks to watch him lose especially bad like that um dong hyun kim knocked him out 
uh, early in the first round of their fight. So that was uh, sad to see for me because I, I like Gomi as a fireball kid. But, you know, as the sport evolved, not every fighter evolved their game. And uh, that Gomi, I hate to say it, is, a, is an example of that. So he might want to think about uh, leaving them gloves in, on the mats, you know what I mean? Uh, for his own safety, obviously. I'm not, not to say that he sucks. Because none of these guys suck if they've been fighting that long, you know. It's just, just sometimes it leaves them. But uh, I think um, one of the commentators alluded to that too. But, you know, you never... As we always say, you can't tell these guys when to retire. They'll tell you. Um, and obviously, Gokan Saki uh, making his UFC debut against Enrique Da Silva. Who, who made the poor decision of wanting to stand and trade with him. Um, obviously, that was like one of the highlight real knockouts of the night. And uh, if you watch it, uh, Saki gasses. In uh, that fight, it's uh, it, it ends in the first round, but he gasses, um, and it looks like uh, De Silva's about to put him away, and um, he he just throws a combo out, uh, a left hook on uh, De Silva's chin, and drops him, and manages to get the win. He actually, uh, right before I started recording, he put something on social media that he's already getting ready for his next fight. He was on the treadmill working on his cardio because he's he uh commented on how obviously conditioning is way different for mma because you, you there's so much you have to do if you're transitioning from one sport to the other uh you're gonna feel it you know um kickboxing and boxing they're they're uh, they're only pieces of fighting it's not all the fighting and uh as good as a kickboxer as he is he found that out and he admitted it so he's working on it which is good i mean he got his first win so it was good good to see um yeah so that was you the the standout fights of ufc japan um juicy formiga got that first round choke i'm trying to think if there's anything off the top of my head that stood out obviously those were the ones that people were talking about and hyped up for the from the whole weekend but um it was a good run in japan it was a good it was a good event and i hate that it was under promoted i mean they did that with pittsburgh and they did that with uh with this one, so um, anyway, if you want to see the highlight of that uh, Gokan Saki's knockout of uh, Enrique da Silva, head on over to FrontProofMedia.com and uh, check that out. It's in the it's in the results section. Um, then Bellator 183 had their knockouts too. Well, speaking of knockouts, uh, like I said, Bellator 183 on Saturday night at the SAP Center in San Jose. I mean, there was, never mind the kickboxing and the, and the KOs that happened there. Never mind that. Uh, if you watch the, the broadcast card of uh, Bellator 183, um, I was actually watching it. Like I said, I was covering that horror con, so... When I had when I broke away with it, I had to watch it where I could. So I was in a place watching with people that were not familiar with uh, the sport or martial arts. So people were asking a lot of questions and making their comments. So I really couldn't hear any commentary, obviously. Um, but uh, if you watched it, man, uh, they showed a, a there was a lot of finishes early in the broadcast card. So if you watched, for me, obviously I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. Goiti Yamauchi versus uh, Adam Piccolotti, man, that, that, the way that he wrapped himself around him as far as submission attempts, I mean, he went, he went from, I don't, I can't even, I remember him going for an omoplata, 
and then going for a knee bar and then him rolling behind him and, and, and doing an ankle pick and forcing Piccolotti against the cage and, and all kinds of stuff happened where he wound up on his back and crawled around. People were just so, people were so amazed by the way he wrapped himself around Piccolotti to get that choke in the first round. Um, I mean, th I believe that's his sixth win by submission there. Um, so that was definitely, uh, that's definitely something worth watching. Bellator does upload the, a lot of their stuff on YouTube, so check out their YouTube channel. Uh, that might be on there. There's definitely a highlight on there of the actual finish from the rear naked choke that he finally secured at the end. And then, man, uh, actually, in the results piece that I wrote for Frontproof Media, um, I focused on uh, Aaron Pico's win because, you know, last June he didn't do as well as uh, he had been hyped as far as, you know, he was like the hottest young prospect in MMA. They kept calling him and doing all these videos and things on him. And then he, uh, you know, he went out there, rushed into uh, Zach Freeman's guillotine and got choked. So complete opposite, complete opposite at Bellator 183. He was calm, he was, he was composed. Uh, and then he, uh, you know, he, he did impose his wrestling a little bit and he showed us, uh, he showed us the type of power he has in his hands as, as a featherweight. Um, exchanging punches and strikes with uh, Piccolotti. Uh, he caught him with his left hook uh, right on the chin. Uh, if you watch the slow-mo for it, Piccolotti's chin actually whips back, touches his own shoulder, which completely shut him off and he fell back. And where he fell back uh, in the cage, you know, as he went back, his head hit the, the fence. So, solid stoppage there by the ref. Uh, first round knockout for Aaron Pico. So, for somebody that's one and one, in a new uh, sport that's new to him. Um, I mean, he's obviously got one really bad loss and now he's got one really good win that he can ride to the next event. Uh, I don't think he got any type of injury or anything and he's a young man. So we might be seeing him again sooner than we think. It's uh, September. I don't remember reading it, uh, the suspension, but I mean, usually it's like 15 or 30 days. So <coughs> we might see him maybe December, January. Um, they did announce uh, Rory McDonald versus uh, Douglas Lima for January 20th. So don't be surprised if he's not added to, uh, you know, don't be surprised if they add him to that, that card. That's the only fight booked as of right now for January next year when they, when they rebrand Spike as the uh, Paramount Network. So keep an eye out for that, man. But, um, and then I told you guys about Javi Ayala, man. That, that guy's gamer. He, he was the first heavyweight that Roy Nelson would face in Bellator and uh, even though Nelson won how many times was Ayala in trouble and he exploded or scrambled out of a submission attempt I mean obviously the knockouts weren't coming so that was a really good fight to watch um, I was really impressed with Ayala even though I don't think he should hang his head too low he lost to one of the best heavyweights in MMA so Roy Nelson got his win um, obviously Paul Daly highlight knockout again uh, uh, in uh, the co-main event with uh, Lorenz Larkin, uh, second round, he, he was spinning back fist, and then he caught him with a, a I think it was a jab cross, and, and dropped Lorenz Larkin, and a uh, referee jumped in before any more damage could be done. And then uh, in the main event with uh, Pitbull and Henderson, it was a split decision. I actually disagreed with it. Um, I'll tell you why. For me, uh, Benson Henderson seemed to be more aggressive and, he, and uh, he capitalized on the exchanges when they had exchanges. Um, 
I don't know. Did he throw more significant strikes? Again, I was in a crowded place, a lot of noise, couldn't really focus as much as I would have liked to. But from what I did see, um, I saw Benson Henderson uh, really going for it, which he usually plays it safe. I mean, that's lately he's played it safe, and he's gotten a lot of flack for that. But I, I never faulted the man for He's an excellent athlete. He's a good grappler. He's a great fighter. He was a champion. So... Um, and it looks like he was he was gunning for it again, you know. Um, uh, split decision. The judges had it in uh, favor of uh, Pitbull. 29-28, 28-29, 29-28. Uh, so two judges had it for Pitbull. Um, I feel uh, people are calling it controversial. I kind of agree with that because, again, I had Henderson winning the decision uh, on that fight. Um, but what are you going to do? You know, uh, that's what happens when you leave to the judges. So, um, I don't think we should knock him. You know, it wasn't, obviously it's, it's judge's decision. It's a, somebody once said, that's the opinion, uh, someone had that, you know, outside of uh, fighting. So they shouldn't let, shouldn't let it bother him too much. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I hope that doesn't discourage him. I would like to see him fighting again, uh, you know, on on the main card, co-main main event. Uh, I don't think they should be trying to down downplay Benson Henderson. Um, he is uh, he is still a smart fighter to me and an entertaining fighter, um, and he he I think he went for it and it just didn't go his way. So yeah, Belter 183 man, they had the floating cage. When they go to San Jose, I you know they did the kickboxing thing. I feel like. This would have been Dynamite 3, but they just didn't want to brand it that way. Maybe maybe because using that branding kind of downplays their events uh, for like the casuals that are trying to jump over to Bellator now, or, or I don't know. I kind of wish they called it Dynamite 3, because usually when they involve the kickboxing with the MMA uh, in the same arena like that, they do. But uh, maybe they didn't because they didn't do the two rings. They did the floating cage this time. Um, it, either way, it was a great event. Really good fights. Um, Paul Daly called out a MVP, and I'm assuming it's because obviously the uh, the uh, uh, 155. Uh, it's going to be Pitbull and Premise now. So I don't know why Michael Chandler wasn't involved in that. He he had something to say about it on Twitter, but. Man, they got their 135, for me, 135, 155 uh, in uh, Bellator are very, very entertaining divisions to watch, more so more so than uh, the UFC, because especially 155, because there's no hold up there. You know, there's no interim titles, there's no guys stepping off to do boxing and f uh, holding up anything, you know what I mean? So, it's uh, definitely something to think about. Um, all right, y'all. I really do appreciate you tuning in. This was the MMA Afterthought Podcast. You can always find it on Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts. And again, uh, when I have guests on, we put it up on the websites and everything. So thank you again. If you ever want to help us out, please uh, go to blogboardjungle.com when you're going to do an Amazon purchase and click on any of the Amazon links there. You'll get what you need, and I'll get what I need, and hopefully we can continue... Uh, giving each other what we need all right so thank you again um if i don't do ultimate fighter right after the episode tomorrow night on wednesday i have a, i have something i have to do 
but um, that I will do it on the weekend because it might be a little bit of a slow weekend for combat sports that I have access to. But we'll see because I downloaded the Fight TV app, so maybe uh, I won't. I won't have not. I won't not not have nothing to talk about if that makes any sense. I don't even know what I'm saying. But thank you again. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Peace.